This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me today, Justin Davis, Scoop. Marty Sleeper, hey. Brian Altano. We have a great show planned for you today. We're going to be uh, talking Game of the Year Watch. We're going to be talking about, you know, it's Halloween time. We're going to be talking about some spooky games. Spooky. But first... This is a very special game scoop. Yeah. We're live today. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. We're coming to you live <laughs> from San Francisco. Uh, we're we're doing some experimenting. Yeah. yeah. You guys who are all viewing right now are our lab rats. We're experimenting on you. We're <laughs> trying the out, lab rats. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's true. Yeah. We're so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're testing out some uh, new video features. We're sort of uh, toiling with here at IGN, as you can see, as you, you know, if you're watching here on the video page. Uh, it's sort of a new video player similar to our uh, PS4 app that lets nice. you like load up playlists of videos. And we're testing this new uh, live chat feature that's yeah. provided by Rabbit. So if you see uh, the little Rabbit button down there and in the corner underneath the player, if you click that, you just log in with your regular IGN login, and then you can chat along with us, talk about the topics we're talking about. If you ask questions, we can answer them for you. Was this an actual rabbit, or yeah. is this a company? There's a real rabbit, rabbit okay. on your, that yeah. should be on your computer monitor. Interesting. Uh, it's a question rabbit. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, after the show, uh, the, the episode will be archived as usual for you to watch on IGN, YouTube, listen to the audio podcast. If you're listening to the audio podcast, don't look for any rabbit in front of you. There's nothing. <laughs> there's no rabbit there. It doesn't, that doesn't concern you. <laughs> <clears throat> but first... Mm-hmm. It's been four months since we checked in with Game of the Year Watch. Yeah. We've been letting the world down. The world has no idea what games, <laughs> what we are, what games are good, what games are going to be uh, contending for the honor, Game of the Year honors later this year. So we need to, we need to catch yeah. everybody up. So. I can't even think. I have like no concept of time. Like What was four months ago? July. Okay. We were just coming out of E3. Was Obama yeah. still our president? He yeah. was. Yeah. Okay, that was yeah. not before right. that. Okay. okay. 
uh, but Ebola had not yet <laughs> decimated three quarters of the world population. <laughs> Please don't check this. Scared. Let's, we'll, make through. We'll, yeah. we'll get through this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so in the past four months, these are the games that scored a nine or higher Ooh. on IGN. Bayonetta 2, Ooh. 9.5. Middle Earth, Sh- Shadow of Mordor. Middle Earth come first, right? Yeah. Middle Earth, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, 9.3. Persona 4, Arena Ultimax, mm. 9.1. That yeah. last word doesn't seem spelled right. A game I missed somehow. Old Ultimax. Velocity 2X, Sunset Overdrive, Forza Horizon 2, and Divinity Original Sin. Those games all received nines. Yeah. yeah. That Sunset Overdrive review was really good. Yeah, it was yeah. really well written. Handsome. Had some turns of phrases. I don't, I don't like the man that wrote it. Let's get off. Biased. <laughs> uh, some good have, games up there. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, of course, you know, the caveat is there are still lots of big games still coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, but the point of Game of the Year Watch is just to sort of keep track of everything. So in that spirit, these are uh, the, all of the games in 2014 that have joined the Nine and Over Club. Mm. The Nine High Club. The Nine High Club, yes. That was actually a much better name. <laughs> yeah. Bayonetta 2 and Broken Age Act 1. Tied, oh, yeah. for, tied for best-reviewed games of the year yeah. from IGN. That Broken Age one was also written really well. Yeah. Yeah. I did that one too. Yeah. Not a fan of the man that wrote that one either. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I wonder about Broken Age is uh, it's only Act 1. Yeah, it's only Act 1. When does Act 2 even have a release date? We, I hope it's December, but I mean, we haven't heard anything about it. Uh, we know Double Fine's also, they just released uh, Hack and Slash and uh, Costume Quest 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. working on Massive Chalice and Grim Fandango HD. So for yeah. a relatively small company, they have a lot of games in the pipeline. Yeah. So, uh, my thing with that is just I will wait until it's done. Like take all the time you need. You already got our sure. three point four million. But what I was wondering if at the end of the year, if Act One is the only one that's out, I don't. People might be hesitant to make that their yeah, game of the year. Sure, I would. It's only half would, the game. I think so. I would be. Well, I enjoyed the heck out of yeah. uh, Broken Age. That's one of the games when I was thinking back on this year, like what is my game of the year so far to date? I'm like I kind of forgot how much I enjoyed Broken Age. Uh-huh. It's very really charming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lovely writing, lovely voice acting. Yeah. I actually, there's not anything that I didn't like about that game. Yeah, I think it's sort of the same thing. Like with Telltale episodic games, you have to take them as a whole. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. hard to you know yeah, want a single game as game of the year. I want to mention those, uh, but continue going down the list. Child of Light and Shadow of Mordor, both 9.3s. Yep. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Then South Park Stick of Truth. Yeah, people, yep. I think people forget how good that game was. Yeah, because super uh, good. Yeah, that was, uh, and that's one of the uh, God. That's I. Think? Well, I'm not sure if Persona 4 was also on PS4, but uh, South Park might be the only game on that list that was uh, only old-gen slash not mm, PC. Yeah. That, we still haven't seen an Xbox One or a PS4 version of South Park. What about Dark Souls 2? Well, it was on PC. That was on PC. Oh, on PC. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Also, yeah. Um, uh, Dark Souls 2, another game that people rabidly love. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything about that review, but it was very good. <laughs> I'm, se- I'm, I'm sensing a pattern here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I just review games too highly, I'm noticing from this <laughs> list. I think that's the pattern. Velocity 2X I've played a bit on PS4. Uh, that one I'm not super into, but maybe I just need to spend more time with it. Yeah, I know Colin and Greg love it. I don't know, yeah. did you play it at all? Uh, I, I'm, so I love that genre, and it didn't, it didn't grab me the way I thought it would. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I love uh, like shmups, basically, yeah. and I like the new mechanic they added to it, but uh, hearing all the things about it and then actually sitting down to play it, I'm like, this is great, but it's not... I don't. I don't think this is game of the year quality yeah, to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's so many other games on that list I would put above it personally. Yeah, yeah it's tough. I mean, that's what, the other tough thing is that there are so many games that came out in 2014. And when you say that every year ever, yeah. but it's just hard to, to dedicate the time to certain things. Yeah, I mean, next year there's only one game. That's yeah. great. That's really nice. Yeah, 
Uh, None of those games, I mean, I uh, Velocity 2X I played a little bit of, but like even games like Resogun or going back to last gen, Super Stardust, like to me they're all trying to measure up to like Geometry Wars, and to me that's like mm. the gold standard of... Well, we got what? Geometry Wars 3 coming out. Oh, man. Yeah. Is, that, is that this year or next year? Yeah, I think that's December. Or, okay. Yeah. Well, then there you go. That's Game of the Year. Okay. Well, well done. Yeah. Why we've done this. <laughs> Hi, <topic>. everybody. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Good night, everyone. <laughs> no, speaking of like trying to find time to play the games, Transistor, like yeah. I still haven't finished Transistor. That came out, and then I got distracted by other stuff. But yeah, it, I was really that was a really well written review. <laughs> really well written review. How many, how many, of, these <laughs> how many of these are you? Five. A lot of them. Five of the nine. They were all good games. It's not like I'm overrating these games. Okay, so either you uh, you overrate everything, <laughs> or you're just like, or your bosses are giving like, you only, luckily only the best games, or you're just stealing all the good games. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah, what happens? Did you review any duds this year? I'm reviewing Duck Dynasty. Yeah, I was gonna ask. There we go. Where is that review? That's the world is waiting. I, it's in the next episode of Game of the Year Watch. Yeah. <laughs> Marty had Duck Dynasty and Sunset Overdrive to At the review. same time. That was a weird little mix. Yeah. Transistor didn't make as big a splash as Bastion did. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's Bastion true. Bastion was kind of a phenomenon when it came out. Yeah. Transistor seemed to, I don't know, release and... Maybe, I mean, because Bastion came out, that was one of those amazing uh, Summer of Arcade XBLA games. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. stuff like Limbo and Shadow Complex and there was just that string of and Geometry Wars 2 of amazing games that Braid would come out. Braid was a Summer yeah, Arcade game. Braid, yeah, Braid. Um, and I think maybe that was, and there was also, Bastion was sort of before indie games like that became ubiquitous. That's what I was going to say, is like, that felt like a much bigger deal to have these $15 really incredible, innovative, special experiences, mm-hmm. and now uh, we get a lot of those. Like, that's yeah. half of the video yeah. games that come out every yeah. year. I mean, yeah. also the, uh, you know, Transistor came out earlier this year on PS4 and PC, and the install base on PS4 isn't that big yet. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. So... These nine are only half of the nine high club. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Go to That's the back really half. sticking that term. Right? The back half <laughs> includes Sunset Overdrive, of course. Oh, man. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Donkey Again, people yeah. maybe forget about from the first half of the year. Ultra Street Fighter Four, Shovel Knight. Yes. Which is, you know, Shovel Knight's yep. one of my, one of my you know, probably top five games yeah. of the year, for sure. Mario Kart 8, yep. Forza Horizon 2, Hearthstone. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right, you guys could talk about it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna slip into a coma for a minute. <laughs> Nidhogg, which had about five minutes in, in the spot. Yeah, but they were a glorious five yeah. minutes. Yeah. The game was really fun. And yeah. then Divinity Original Sin, I, sure. which is an RPG that I, I haven't played. Yeah. Do yeah. we do we give out 9.1s at IGN? <laughs> nope. <laughs> there was one, yeah, for Sony 4 Arena Ultimax. Yeah. So many nines. Yeah. Yeah. We just get Lots to that of, nine and we stick there. That's, yeah. Man, it's yeah, a smooth it's landing. Cool. Lots of nines. <laughs> um, Nidhogg is one of those games where I was sort of trying to refresh my memory before GameScoop about the first half of this year, and I feel like that's one that I'm ready to come back around. Like, mm. we played that game more in the office than anything else but I think Smash. Like, yeah. Nidhogg took over this office for yeah. a while, and then it's, you know, sort of time passed and we all moved on. But it was awesome, and yeah. like I'd totally be down to have that one that's like back in the regular rotation. The chat's working. People are saying, talk about Hearthstone. <laughs> so, here so here you go. You asked for it. You yeah, got this it. is YouTube. This is a good time. Uh, Hearthstone is probably going to end up being my favorite game of yeah. the year. Uh, I would be certainly very, your most played. Yeah, certainly my most played game of the year. Do you play every night? Like almost how many nights a week? Probably five nights a week. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. I did play wow. Hearthstone, yeah. yeah. You went on an epic winning streak, right? I was on an epic winning streak last night. Well, I probably won 10 games in a row, 10 ranked games, and that's probably my a personal best for me. It's pretty good. Uh, but I would be very surprised if all of IGN got on board to pick that as, a, as game of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I love it. If you have any interest at all in card games, the tutorial's great. It's free to download. Download it and try it. But I would never begrudge anybody for just not saying it's their thing. It is a little bit frustrating if someone won't even give it a shot. 
Because I'm like, sure. this game's super polished and accessible, and it's not really fiddly like Magic the Gathering is, or uh, you know, even some of the other digital card games are. Like, it's super easy and accessible to get into. So, for people that are close-minded enough to even try, like, then I'm yeah. kind of like, well, come on. But mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. someone gives it a shot, and they're like, yeah, it's not my thing. Like, I get it. Like, it's just not for everybody. But it's super, super good at what it does. We should probably talk about Bayonetta too. Yes. Yeah, getting such high scores. We yeah. have uh, we have some footage of this here. I don't know. That's just, it's the highest rated game of the year, along with Broken Act, or Broken Age Act, or Broken or Act One. Age, yeah. Act One. Um, yeah, I mean, you've you've played a lot of the game I have. This game is it's it's one of the best three D character action games. Oh my of god! The yeah. Last five years, I started playing um, it too. Finally. Yeah, and I think when we when we talk about uh, video game reviews, it's sort of I've always seen them as sort of like a, judging how well a game sets out to do what it's attempting to do. And mm-hmm. in this game, it's it's saying we're going to make a crazy, insane action game. Yep. And it nails that, yeah. completely nails that, you know? And it's the same way I sort of feel about what Shovel Knight did for kind of action platformers, um, Bayonetta does for third-person action games. And so, it's, it's just so awesome to play this game. Yeah, I actually have a Bayonetta update from the last time I talked about it on GameScoop. I, what I said was I don't really like third-person action games like this. They're just not my thing. Mm-hmm. But Bayonetta 2 got such high reviews yeah. that I was like, okay, like this is one I can't ignore anymore. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's too good. And so my update is I wasn't actually that wild about it. Whoa. Really? How far did you get? Hmm. Uh, I only did like the first three missions. Oh, sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I know you, like... You've barely touched this game. Yeah, but it's like now I have Sunset, you know, and now yeah. I have... I'm playing Fantasy Life on the 3DS, so it's like I don't know if I'm ever going to get back to it. So yeah. look, it's not a judgment against the game at all. It's the same as Hearthstone, right? Like, it's an incredible card game, but if you don't like card games, it may or may not be good enough to yeah. win. Oh, yeah, over. sure. I will say that Bayonetta, uh, it, it, it doesn't do the greatest job of explaining to you why it's great yeah. uh, early on. You sort of start walking around and there's weird, very awkward cutscenes. The voice acting. Oh, I skipped all the cutscenes immediately. Yeah. Um, like, but even the first the few first few areas, it's just this guy mumbling over this loud song while you're walking around on top of like a dragon's back fighting people. And no one you're like, why am I doing this? You're also invincible for the first two missions. Oh, is yeah. that true? Yes. I didn't even notice. Like, <laughs> you cannot you're really good. <laughs> no, but yeah. I took I took some damage and had to retry one segment. So I guess I got yeah two or three. You got to the first thing the you can actually play. Um after that, the game really opens up, and there's really beautiful, big environments, and you start upgrading your character and doing cool stuff and learning new moves. And um, then I think that's when it really, it really nails what it's trying to do. But yeah, it's, it's it's very much like if you don't get what's going on in that first twenty minutes, which almost no one could possibly understand, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 hard to really say this is what I have to give it. You know, here's yeah. what I liked about it. I really was impressed with is that it's showing me things that I have never ever seen before. Like I played and enjoyed Shadow of Mordor, but it felt very familiar. Right? Yeah. Whereas Bayonetta just feels insane. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like I have never experienced. Your hair became like a this. meat grinder, and then you yeah. just ate all the bad guys. And yeah. so I definitely give it huge credit for like I I put a big premium on games that show me something new because I play so many games, mm-hmm. and so I give Bayonetta credit for that for sure. But um, it's I'm not saying the game's bad, but I'm just saying if you're not a fan of third person action games and you're like well maybe this is the one for me like it didn't grab me yeah it's also i appreciate the fact that it comes with bayonetta one like in theory the best version of bayonetta one that you could play i like that more games need to do that three of the very best games of the year are probably going to end up being wii u exclusives with mario kart 8 bayonetta 2 and more than likely super smash brothers yeah are are we still laughing laughing at that console like we were a few years ago i I was the one guy sitting there going like this is going to work out and everyone's like (laughs) Cut and run, get away from it, Nintendo. It's still probably not going to work out. Well, Well, I don't think it'll sell millions. Wii U sales are up, but they're not up enough. Like, they're still only a third, they've only sold a third of what they hoped to sell. Yeah, sure. So that was sort of the thing with that list. So you had those games you mentioned. uh, You had, you know, Shovel Knight, which is, yeah, yeah, on PC, but also. Multi-platform. Yeah, yeah. Um, Donkey Kong, and yeah, Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Donkey Kong. Yeah, Yeah, so, so, I mean, 
But those are, we pretty much named the reasons you'd want to turn your Wii U on this year. Like, those are pretty much all the reasons. And yeah. granted, they're all amazing for reasons. for NES Remix 1 and 2. That's, yeah, that's right. Those are really good. It's great. Yeah. Awesome games. Yeah, those are really good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it, it took a little while, and I think even, like, the PS4 and the Xbox One aren't there yet, like, in terms of being, mm-hmm. like, this yep. is, what a great library this yeah. system Especially has. Especially the PS4. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, we all bought that system when it first came out. I don't know about you. Yeah. I don't really yeah. know what you do with your life. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what the hell are you doing with your life? Throw that thing on your face. That's what he does. In my spare time, I work on my beard. He goes yeah. over and just poofs it out. He's yep. like, I don't need video games. <laughs> um, and I think the PS4 will get there eventually, and people are probably mad at me right now because I said that, but uh, like, there's really not a lot to do on those systems yet, and I think it took the Wii U a few years. Like, yeah. It takes yeah. all, all consoles. I don't think that's an uncontroversial opinion at all. Like, I like the PS4 really? UI more, and I like the actual physical design of the console more, but the games library, I think, is obviously worse. Well, yeah, yeah. and the like, exclusives this fall, like Drive Club's not doing it for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not doing it. It's barely oh, yeah. working. Yeah. Uh, um, Marty, yeah. tell me about uh, Dark Souls 2. Oh, which we're, we have footage of here because yeah. I think there's probably a lot of gamers out there. This will probably end up being their their favorite yeah. game of the year. And it keeps uh, you know it kept delivering with uh, three pieces of DLC too, yeah, which really DLC. had some really interesting ideas that uh, honestly provided some some more interesting environments in the actual game proper. Uh, and again, we keep saying this about games, but I totally get if people are like Dark Souls isn't for me. Like half yeah. of this office is like you know Collins. Like I've tried it, I just don't. It's it's yeah. not for me. And like I get that. I respect that. But when the game is for you, this game, to me, sort of, uh, it holds up like the tenets of old NES gaming, mm. of stuff like Mega Man. And obviously it looks, this is, looks nothing like Mega Man, but it's very much in Mega Man you have a, a, a solid set of rules. And once you learn yeah, those rules like, and learn to appreciate those rules, then you feel so good about your accomplishments in the game itself. I do find myself noticing that when a game does just have like old school game mechanics, yeah. you know, there's rules and objectives, I, when I, I notice it, when it, it seems like out of place or it seems unusual when a game does that today. Yeah, right. I like it. Yeah. Like that's why I'm, I'm, I'm spending so much time with Spelunky right now. Sure. It's just like, it's very simple. Here are the rules, here's your objective. It's yeah. super pure. Whereas I'm also playing Last of Us Remastered mm-hmm. and it's just, it's more like an interactive movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And there's a lot of different. things. There's trial and error. There's you're gonna do something. You're not sure what the outcome's gonna yeah. be. Whereas when you know when you put enough time to Dark Souls, every time you swing your sword, you're immediately like, "Well, that was a bad decision. I'm mm-hmm. about to get killed." There's yeah. that purity in gameplay of you know games like Uncharted and Tomb Raider, and I love those experiences. But like if you make a leap and you're a little bit off, you'll see the game like nudge you onto like yeah. the platform and yeah, then you grab yeah. onto it, and it mm-hmm. wants to like it wants to, like shepherd you through it and be your friend. Whereas yeah. Dark Souls is not your friend. Yeah, I think one of the things that might keep Dark Souls from being on a lot of people's uh, Game of the Year list is that uh, you know by the time so this game came out early in the year but then yeah. E3 hit we saw Bloodborne mm. and then yeah. at every event afterwards we got to play Bloodborne and it's like oh man this game is just like a really pretty <laughs> version of Dark Souls yeah. um, and so it's hard like we, we have this thing but then yeah. at the same time we're, we're all really looking forward to February when we can play, uh, play Bloodborne let's jump out of this footage because we should talk about the game of the moment Ooh. which I feel like if you know, from what I can... Uh... Fantasy Life on 3DS. <laughs> no? There's literally a tumbleweed over there. <laughs> I'm going to start that game this week. That game, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm absolutely hooked on it. Yeah. It's not a game of the year contender, but it's a fantastic. Sure. I feel like it, just from my, the sense I get in the office, uh, if people were going to voting right now, mm-hmm. I feel like Shadow of Mordor would have a very good chance of winning. It yeah. seems people were really, really pleasantly surprised with how cool this game was. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was surprised with how well all the different elements of it came together. Like, I felt like the story was compelling and interesting when it kind of probably didn't need to be. It's just like, slay orcs and be badass, mm-hmm. and who cares about the story? But it didn't feel like an afterthought. Like, yeah. that felt really well done. I thought the acting was really yeah. well done. Like, so all these sort of ancillary elements that orbit, like, around the actual gameplay were much more polished and well thought out than anything I expected. Yeah, uh, for me, uh, the Nemesis system is the thing that sticks out yep. as an idea that feels really new and mm-hmm. Next gen and sort of pointing towards where video games are going. Like obviously we've had like Titanfall looks gorgeous. Like we've had really gorgeous games, but that's just sort of to be expected from next gen. Whereas mm-hmm. uh, the Nemesis system, the idea of creating this sort of community of NPCs that act that that react to what you do and react to things you don't do, and just it, it adds this dynamism to to the environment, to the characters, and to the world that. Man, all I can think about now going forward in games is like, man, I want Arkham Knight to have a system like this. Like, yep. I want Arkham Knight to have a thing where if a thug guns me down in the streets, he becomes like Cal- uh, Falcone's lieutenant. Like, yep. that's what I want to yep. see in games. I think it's really cool. You got it. You played it, right? Yeah, I played a lot of it. Um, I don't think it's a nine. Yeah. Hmm. I think this is your like classic eight. Yeah. This is a game. <laughs> classic that, eight. Classic eight. <laughs> it's a game I, I really enjoyed. It was fun. It's uh, really not memorable to me. Uh, it was extremely repetitive. I love blast to play. Says IGN. Mm-hmm. Sure. It, I mean, it was <laughs> like a small blast, <laughs> <laughs> like a controlled, like a little... controlled explosion to play. Yeah. Says IGN. Controlled. <laughs> says IGN's Brian Altano. Yeah. Um, I uh, I I'm, I'm glad it exists. It, I had like a, a a good time running around that world, uh, doing a lot of the same things over and over. For there, there would be hours at a time where I would just kind of look up and be like, I've just been stabbing people and running around and beating them up, and I don't know what I'm really getting from sure. this. Uh, yeah. And then you and I, I didn't care. I also yeah, and yeah. I also don't care about the story at all. Yeah. I don't care about that. Like you're not a fantasy guy though. No, nah, not really. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's, but so, you like Game of Thrones. I watch it. Okay. I'm not like, like oh my God. Get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> I watch it. I'm not one of those people that like, you know, cuts myself over it or anything like that. But <laughs> that would be huge, huge contingent of fans doing that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mordor's great. It's, I'm, I'm glad I played it. I don't think it's going to be, when, when I rank my list of like the five or ten best games of the year, I don't think yeah. it'll be there. Uh, special cases are um, Telltale's series. Mm-hmm. So Wolf Among Us and Walking Dead Season 2. Yeah. Yeah. We, interview, we reviewed their individual episodes, mm-hmm. which have got very high scores, yeah. usually, in the nines. But we haven't given a full score to the entire season, yeah. which we're talking about doing now. We are, yeah, yeah. especially now that they're out uh, on Xbox One and PS4. Oh, yeah, I finally yeah. need to... I totally ignored... Not, I wasn't on like a media blackout, but I just didn't read any of our Walking Dead reviews. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay any attention to any of it because I was waiting for the whole season yeah. to be out. Yeah. And then it's I kind of forgot. Yeah. <laughs> So those could also be continued. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, absolutely. Really, really yeah, really it's, hard, it's, it's going to be interesting viewing them because I'm going to be updating the Wolf Among Us one and Mitch is going to be updating the, the Walking Dead one. And it's interesting to, to look at the games as a package as a whole because we see, like, both of us, I mean, everyone who sort of played a game like the Wolf Among Us saw that, like, it had very obvious highs and lows. Yeah. Why, like, is, episode why is episode four, four always so bad? I don't know. That's I, I felt that from all three of the series, episode four has yeah. been the low point. But then it comes back, and episode yeah. five is incredible. Yeah. See, it's um, weird to me because I don't think about uh, I don't think about those games episodically because yeah. I always sort of play them all in, oh, really? in a week. Oh, yeah. Um, and even if I don't, it'll be like I'll play the first episode, and then two months will go by, and I'll play like a few in a row, or yeah, yeah. four months, five months will go by, and I'll finish the whole season. Uh, the Walking Dead season two was excellent. I had yeah. a like I, I it. Just that incredible story. Mm-hmm. The characters this time around were really great. I don't think it topped season one, but I think it was really good. Was it my favorite game this year? No. 
Like, yeah. I think when my brain associates my experience with that game, it sort of files it along with movies and TV shows more than it does. They're actually becoming less game-like. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're getting rid of puzzles. They're getting rid of... I, I feel cover. like you're, you're sort of a nut... Like, you've, you're, your hand in that game is just uh, a finger that's slowly nudging along yeah. a story yeah. Yeah. little by little. Which is like, awesome. Like, I don't mind paying for that and experiencing that. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, it does make it harder for it to be in the game of the year. Huh? Yeah, I don't want to be one of those, like, I hate the whole, like, is it a game yeah. argument yeah. thing that always sure. comes up? Like, yeah, it's a video game. But I think it's it feels more like a sort of traditional interactive experience to yep. me. Like it feels kind of like a point and click adventure game, and its its cinematics kind of move it a little bit towards like a TV or movie more for me. Mm-hmm. Like I said to people when I was playing it, that was excellent. But I think I would have just rather watched this on Blu-ray. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think the big thing for me with uh, especially with Wolf Among Us was that it sort of proved that Walking Dead season one wasn't a fluke. Sure. That Telltale is a company that has made some cool games in the past, but then they like made Jurassic Park, and I'm yeah. like, well, uh, they, what's going to happen? A, they made a Law and Order game. Yeah, they made a Law and Order game. Uh, but then, yeah, uh, Wolf Among Us proved season one wasn't a fluke, and then season two proved, okay, you should have faith in this company. So I'm really excited for uh, going forward, Tales from the Borderlands, and yep. especially Game of Thrones. Yeah, Horse Murder. And Walking yeah. Dead season three. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. Yeah, so still to come this year... Uh, two Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty's next week. Yeah. What else are the big ones? Oh, Halo Dragon Age Inquisition. Halo Master Chief. Super Smash Brothers. Far Cry 4. Master Chief Collection, Far Cry 4. Oh, yeah, Far Cry 4. Do we actually think that either Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty will be on our Game of the Year watch? The Assassin's Creed's for me are a huge black hole. Like, I've heard some people play them and say, man, this is incredible. And I've had some people play them and be like, eh. Yeah, no, so I don't know. I just can't remember the last time. I mean, has IGN ever given Assassin's Creed a, a well? Year of the year? Assassin's Creed Two was up there. It was in. It was fighting with um, Uncharted Two. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Again, there are more games. I love playing those games, yeah. but uh, it's one of those games. I feel like they'll always be a nominee and never the winner. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which yeah, sort of describes that franchise. Like, yeah, they're always super good, but then they're always kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I'm, I'm I'm really excited to see how Unity turns out. I mean, Unity seems like this is their their one that they're pushing as like this is the one that changes the formula. So. Yeah. Excited to see how that turns out. Yeah, if they if they nail that, then I'm all in. I'm more excited about Rogue, honestly. Although I'm so torn because I don't want to play it on last gen. Wait six months. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Uh, This week we found out that the Xbox One is getting a temporary price drop over the holidays, but for like two months. Yeah. uh, Dropping the price to three hundred forty nine dollars here in the U S. So, so weird. Less than a year. So yeah. Less than a year after launch, it went from 500 to 349 yeah. So we've been talking about this. Uh, we were talking about other console price drops, and I argue that the last price drop doesn't count as a price drop. Because the, they just remove Connect. Yep. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, this is the first actual price drop, in my opinion. Sure. I mean, I guess it just it depends on whether you were, like, pe- most people were buying <laughs> the Xbox One sure. just for the Xbox One, not the Connect in any way. Yeah, certainly. Right? So, I, that's what I did. Yeah. I did not want the Connect. Uh, once Mine's we started, never been hooked up. Yeah, once we started using it in the office, uh, I was like, this, this is not. I just this is not what I need when I play video games. Yeah. Um, when I bought the 3DS at launch and it price dropped, you know, eight months later, Nintendo gave me a bunch of free NES You're games, an GBA games. Uh, mm. I kind of want an apology <laughs> from Microsoft. I mean, I'm, I'm 150 dollars out. You from think? what somebody buying an Xbox One today, so guess. you don't think being an early—that's just the risk that comes with being an early. Adopter. Oh, uh, absolutely! It's is. not even a risk; it's a guarantee. It's yeah, yeah. it's abso- it's yeah. absolutely a guarantee. And I buy, like I said before, I buy everything at launch. Um, but I don't feel like uh, it's something that um, I really got a great value for. Yeah, for this time around. I mean, I think I, I, it, uh, like a mea culpa goes a long way of a like here's twenty dollars in credit to the store. 
Sure. Like, that's cool. I can buy, yeah, I can buy two indie games. I mean, Heggle. Yeah, like, how about a re- Super Time Force? Secret yeah. way to do it is, hey, re- let's reward the day one edition people. Yeah. You yeah. know? If you have that little stamp on your thing, then, you know, here's a free game. Yeah. Something that simple. It's just part of the, you know, we've been talking lately about how Microsoft kind of seems to, like, be doing everything right. Yeah, now yeah. To, for sure. To make up for yeah. their, their missteps when they launched, yeah. the, uh, or at least announced the Xbox One. I mean, we... A price shop over the holiday season, mm-hmm. it's... $50 less than the PS4, like it yeah. seems brilliant. And those are bundles. The 350 yeah. bundle is the Sunset Overdrive bundle. Uh, you're going to have the uh, exactly. Assassin's Creed Unity and uh, Black Flag bundle. Yeah. The, uh, it's a fantastic deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unity and Black Flag. Like, Black Flag is not a B tier. It was like, awesome. It's, yeah. oh, my, that was a really well written review, too. Uh, it's the second best Assassin's Creed game. Whoa. I, I said it. Good for you. Yeah, it just you know remains to be seen if it's enough. I have a feeling sure. like Microsoft learned last generation that people bought the console where everybody was were playing games online. Yeah. Like that ecosystem starts very early, and because games are so uh, sort of entwined with that that social aspect, now, yeah. the social aspect now. Um, if PS4 sort of planted that flag early, then it's tough to sort of you know work flag around flag. that. Mm-hmm. The uh, but the PS3 did catch up. Worldwide, yeah. eventually, right? Like that console was dead, but then it wasn't. Like they just yeah. kept doing their thing and kept executing on their vision. And then the PS3 and 360 about sold almost the same number of consoles yep. around the world. So mm-hmm. I see it being a similar situation with the Xbox One. Um, I it, also I don't think they're going to go back on this price drop. I agree. I cannot they, imagine that's now, now the price goes back up. It's I insane. can't imagine that. Why would they announce it as temporary to, try to like motivate people to buy? I yeah. think so. And then I think come January they're going to be like, we were so happy with everyone buying it. That yeah, that's, that's exactly zero it. chance that that console goes back up in price. Ooh, I hadn't opinion. even thought about that. That'd be weird if it did. It's just it's just a crazy idea to even. Doesn't it cost? How much does the Wii U cost? Is it three hundred? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's two ninety nine now. Okay. Yeah. I thought. Are you, are you sure? Yeah, I guess I bought a refurbished I mean, the one, Viewers, the one, how much does the Wii U cost? Let us know in the chat window. <laughs> yeah, the ones they sell now are bundled with a whole bunch of games and stuff yeah. like that. So. Um, I own all three consoles. Uh, I'm playing my Xbox One more and more and more often these days. Mm-hmm. Sunset Overdrive is really good. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection is going to be really, really good, and some of us are already playing that a little bit. Um, Spoilers. Well, but even so, like you know everything that's in it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like uh, any of that's a surprise. <coughs> um it absolutely trumps. Like, I haven't turned my PS4 on for anything but Netflix in quite a while. Sorry, Shuhei. Sorry, Shuhei. All right. Do you know that this week is Halloween? What? Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, that's going to be a scary <laughs> oh, logo. There's no spookies back there. Uh, we should probably talk about some horror games. Yeah. I've, uh, I've put together a, sort of a brief history of horror games here. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you guys know what the first horror game was? Haunted House. Spooky's Castle. Well, thanks. Spoilers, geez. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, you're totally we right. We actually oh. did. I wrote about this, and I've already forgotten. Uh, yeah, you're totally right. Haunted House on the Atari 2600, yeah. which you've got the box art of here. This is 1982, that I think, box when this art came is out. So that awesome. box art wow. is super creepy. And super <laughs> so, like, the not representative of, of what of the game is. <laughs> The game is just like bleep bloops. What is the game? Is like nine video games. So yeah, <laughs> I love the wording. It's Haunted House Video Computer System Game Program. <laughs> Both of those are trademarks. <laughs> they trademarked Game Program yeah. and Video Computer System. And then there's nine video games included. Ghosts, Bats, Tarantulas, one player game. I feel like it's one the ghosts, and then a player game. The one? Ghosts, Bats, and Tarantulas are just, they're just features of the game that yeah. they're listing. This game includes ghosts, yeah. bats. You're in a store with your mom. Mom, can I get this game? No. Come on, it has tarantulas in it. <laughs> All right. To be fair, they did include bats and a spider. On the yeah, box. that's not and a tarantula, but it is a spider. You are just yeah. eyes. You just are just a set of eyes. Your avatar yeah. is just eyes yeah, moving around the haunted house. Eyes. 
How spooky could this have possibly been? It was not very spooky. No, I'm sure it's not. But isn't it surprising? This is 1982. Mm -hmm. Video games have been around for a decade-ish since since the uh, Magnavox Odyssey. I'm surprised it took... I bet there was actually. Yeah. I actually think what was the was Odyssey the 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 system where you it came with overlays that you actually pasted up over your that screen. You did yeah. I yeah, think yeah. there was like a haunted house game for that yeah. too. Although, I feel like you know, yeah. I'm sure, that wasn't very scary. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't know. I wonder what the first actual scary game is. Maybe we'll get to that. Side note: uh, we we get mad a lot these days about like pre-rendered footage in game trailers and stuff <laughs> like that. That's what box arts looked like yep. back yeah. then. Yeah. It was a painting of a completely different situation yeah. that yeah, actually happened in the game. Like the uh, what we get now, and we're like, that's not gameplay. That's that was the '70s and '80s and yeah. '90s. For what the about most part. Sanity on the Super Nintendo? Oh, yeah, that's, that's the hillbilly with yeah. a hillbilly <laughs> with a banjo, and it's just. Is a, it Faxanity or is no, it no Axley? Uh, yeah, yeah. Axley. I love that you all knew. Like I said the wrong thing and you translated <laughs> it correctly. What about that photo Oh, the hillbilly with the banjo. <laughs> yeah, Axley. Um, in 1986, Chiller was released in arcades. You guys know this one? No. Uh, there was actually a port to the NES, so we've got footage of this here. This is a light gun game where all you do is shoot. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> you like shoot the people wow, and get, you get what? Points. You shoot them. <laughs> Yeah. Are they alive? Yeah, they're like. Wait a minute! Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> ghost demons! <laughs> what is happening? This is what the game. You're shooting that guy. The, he's still moving his head. And you can like do stuff like shoot the guillotine to make is it. Is that a cat? Down. Is that a cat eating stuff? Yeah, a cat will come by or oh, a holy dog crap. picks up his hands. What is this happening? Is, this is 1986. What the hell? Yeah, so Dude, not, why are you doing this to these people? They were already being tortured. Your yeah. monster meters at night. Yeah, so the guilty. Oh! 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of this I've never game. heard of this either. They're, it, they ported this to the NES. Shoot that. Oh, he shot the guy that was peeking through this the window. This is available on the NES in a slightly toned down version. They I changed, hope so. They changed the people into oh, monsters. Oh, he shot the dead head that got cut off already. <laughs> Changing the people into monsters is not slightly toning this down. That yeah. completely changes the whole yeah, deal. So, I don't like that one bit. Oh my goodness gracious. That so, was really rough. So wait a minute, those people got kidnapped and then you had to kill them on top of <laughs> you that? You shot them, you like put them in, in all torture their devices and then you shot them yeah. to bits. That like in our targeting their yeah. well, so like, limbs. How do you win? I'm sure What's like, winning? You just get a lot of points yeah. and shoot, shoot the people as best you can. And then you post your initials. Okay, on so that's like literally more horrific than most yeah. violent video games we yeah. have now. I know. That was complete. <laughs> In, that was insane, <laughs> that's senseless a, violence. For no, you're killing people who are already in a bad predicament. Yeah. That's a that literal bad guys. That's a literal torture game. Where yeah. was where was Hillary Clinton when we needed her? That's why it's probably in Arkansas. Where was Tipper Gore? Yeah, she was at that rap concert getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> what arcades carried that? Right? Not haunted trails in Chicago. Wow, it should have yeah. though. Not the sports world in northern New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of arcades. Uh, an arcade near my grandparents' house at the at the mall called Nickelodeon. Ooh. In 1988, this game called Splatterhouse <gasps> showed yeah. up, which we have footage of here. I, I was obsessed with this game. This is yeah. the entire reason I wanted a TurboGrafx-16. That's yeah, hard as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also gross. I loved, <laughs> I know, I just, I lo- when I was a kid, I loved horror movies. I loved gory movies. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. So when I saw this game, I was like, oh my god, I yeah. cannot believe this. This was also, like, as an NES kid growing up, yeah, like, this character sure. was so big and yeah. animated. This, that's and, what yeah. everyone remembers about this game, is the sprites are huge. Yeah. And I also just love the gore. Like, you oh, yeah. You can find the 2x4, the hit enemies, and they splat up <laughs> yeah. against the wall. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, so, that, that was great. And I'm sure, I never actually played Spider-Man <laughs> very much, but I'm sure it's one of those games that's, like, not actually very good. 
No, oh, I don't think so. Yeah. It's, it's just for the gore factor. So there was, did that like remake recently ever come out? I remember it got... It was a few years ago, and it, it was did terrible. Come out? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty, it was really, really it was kind of garbage. I like garbage that this game has the best of both worlds, because you get to guys. play as the mask-wielding like, monster, you're but then you're Jason. killing... Other, you're Jason, but then you're killing other exactly. monsters, yeah. so it's like, yeah. all right. Yeah, I mean, you're not even Jason, but yeah. Well, basically. They just took that look, kind of. Yeah. I'm still... It's sort of in shock of that second game. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> also, because I've like I know I love it. a lot about video game history, like, and I've never seen that game. Yeah, before. yeah. I love that these. David, did you are... make that game? <laughs> <laughs> I manufactured a game. Uh, how about this one? In 1989. Oh, this game is so. Bad. Oh. <laughs> this game is so awful. What a weird. <laughs> so the, start a game. Any, uh, there was ever a, a, a movie-based game that has anything less to do yeah. with with the movie yep. it's based on. You right. fight zombies. This, yeah, you're yeah. in the you're in the you're in the camp at this least. This game was yeah. this game was dark. This yeah. was a really dark game. This game First was all, also notoriously terrible. You have a children meter in the corner, and those kids die one by one, and they're all sad. <laughs> yeah, look how happy your character is. Look how George. Hey, George oh, oh my god! <laughs> he's wearing this purple jumpsuit. It's so good. And they sold at uh, San Diego Comic Con like a year or two ago. They sold the <laughs> they Jason sold figure the, with yeah, this yeah, color. Yeah, yeah I really really good. So George died. Yeah, R.I.P. George. That was rough. I know. So where are we? Friday so we're still not up to any game that's genuinely spooky, except for that torture game. No, that game was oh, yeah. scary. That's oh, spooky is not the that word. Spooky is an endearing word. That was just messed up. That yeah. was mucked up. That was that was 1989. If we jump forward to 1992, oh. that brings us to Night Trap yes. on the Sega yes. CD. There you go. Which we can see in yeah. its glorious full motion <laughs> video here. I, I had a Sega CD and I wanted Night Trap so bad. Yeah. I said I was stuck with so it. So this is the one that, shark. This was one caused controversy with Congress. Sure. And it was one of the games that they cited along with Mortal Kombat that uh, led to the ESRB. They said, yep. you know, children, these are, these are yeah. rotting children's brains. Before this, you could just buy whatever. Like, there was no ratings. Well, also, like, now yeah. it's, like, real people. Yeah. Like, yeah. even though it's, like, really terrible <laughs> quality video, yeah. it's like now, you well, know, there's from? all these scenes of these girls being killed, so it's, yeah. like, it looks a lot more real than Super Mario Brothers or Friday the 13th on the, yeah. on the How NES, How many right? women live in this bedroom? <laughs> I think it's a sorority. <laughs> but they have a sorority with two beds? There, there was like a, there was like six women in there. At Wait, one is forty five the number of women who live in this house? Because that is a lot of women. What is that? I don't know, but I love the quality of this. I wish this was like a filter on my iPhone. I wish yeah. I could take video and make it look <laughs> like this. Right? It looks yeah. awesome to make our own night trap. Um, so yeah, in case I don't know if the video will actually get there, but yeah, the whole thing is like there's invaders who are trying to to capture yeah. and kill all the girls, but you ha- you can yeah. you can night trap them. Yeah, I guess I think so, that yeah. was the verb. You had yeah. to night trap the invaders. I think right? so. Yeah, or you were the invaders. Uh, and then you got your duck hunt gun. You shoot everyone. Yeah, I've never actually played Night Trap. Now I kind of want to. Maybe the first Siri game was 1996 because that's when Resident Evil yep. came out on sure. PlayStation. Yeah. Survival horror yeah. became a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was really good. Um, yeah. In 1987, <laughs> though, uh, another zombie game came to arcades. This was House of the Dead. Oh man, yeah, I love sure. this game. Somehow this game is a thousand times less messed up. This was like, I would specifically ask to get dropped off at the movie theater a half an hour before the movie started so I could play this game with my friends. Yeah, yeah that was always a big movie theater thing, right? Yeah. Like the arcades were like half the reason to yeah. go. Yeah. And Man. it was always, it was light gun games because like, yeah, yep. they sold light guns for, for your like PS1, but they were never as good as this. Like, it felt like a distinctly arcade experience. Yeah. yeah. It was like harder and possible to get at home. Yeah, same thing like Time Crisis and, and Lethal Enforcer. Time and Oh, crisis. look at that demon. Look at that jerk. Also, this is not a good time to hold your fire. This is when you should be firing at yeah. the demon's wings. I yeah. love the voice. I mean, people give a lot of crap to Resident Evil for having bad voice <laughs> oh, this acting. Was, but this was just like, <laughs> they're like, Gary, did you find the grenade? <laughs> like that, you would pay money to have someone yell that at you. <laughs> and then you would go see Congo. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at the 
this guy. Yeah. Here's some life, Gary. <laughs> I don't remember that was his name. I don't think so. It was like really gross too. There's like these nasty worms everywhere. Like, what was yeah, that? And what it was it was actually what I liked about this game was it was um it was one of the first like first person zombie games I played. Mm -hmm. So like when you ran out of ammo and you're firing at the screen and you didn't have time to reload, they would just jump at your face and you could just claw yeah. yeah. scratch. The yep. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. awesome. And then for Dreamcast, do you guys remember Typing of the Dead? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I mean that was also in the arcades first. Oh, was it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. You had to bring your own keyboard to the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> I never did that. B Y O K. And then what was the House of the Dead on Wii? Overkill, Overkill. Yeah. Yeah. Which that was, was really like cool. in a grindhouse. Style. Yeah, it was like that, that was fun. To just like have a friend. That was I randomly, uh, and this is why I love about what I love about video games. It's so weird. I randomly found that game on iOS the other day. Oh yeah, no, I played it. It's, oh, on, it's, iOS. it's on iOS. Like you can play yeah. that entire Wii game on your phone now by uh, dragging yeah. your finger. They have around. multiple control schemes. Like the easy mode is just to tap because it's yeah. like yeah. impossible to miss. But then they actually have dragging to drag a reticle. Wow. I yeah, that was it at a like, Sega event. That was what there was this sort of like uh, grindhouse film yeah. resurgence for a few years with yeah. the, with the movie Grindhouse with Tarantino and mm -hmm. Robert Rodriguez, and a bunch yeah. of people started making games like that, and yeah. that was one of them. And it yeah. sort of had you know they, all the scratch marks and all that stuff. You know, remember they released Grindhouse over Easter weekend? Yeah, I do. I should have waited, just done it over Halloween weekend. Yeah, yeah. just wait six months. Yeah, better because that they was also, a, they that also was, put it on the Wii. Which was like okay. well, House oh, of the Dead. House, House of the, of the Dead. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Grindhouse. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Weird time. Uh, sorry, I mistakenly said House of the Dead was 1988. It was 1997. Mm -hmm. um, Resident Evil 2 was 1998. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That game was awesome. I yeah. remember the. I, I don't have footage of it, but I remember the the CG scenes in that. I was like, whoa, yeah, this yeah. is like next level. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. When they really, when really. they first showed that like fire outside of the police station. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, yeah, so realistic. And just really interesting mm -hmm. how the two campaigns like you chose Leon or Claire, and then yep. you had their yeah. A campaign, yeah. and you played the other one's B campaign. So they you played through the, the liquors. Times. Yeah, the liquors. Oh, really, really good. Nasty. Yeah. It was the start of Resident Evil becoming more action oriented. I mean, it was still very survival horror yeah. back then, but it was like setting it down this path that it's kind that of. That eventually still... became Resident Evil 4, which is yeah. sort of not horror. What I loved about well, Resident Evil yeah. 2 is that they put you in that police station that was basically like if you were a real cop, it would have been <laughs> impossible to navigate. You need that the tiger's place. eye jewel to go to, <laughs> to get into the <laughs> basement door. I just want to go to the bathroom. Yeah, like yeah. that's. I, I really like that game. Yeah. I, I think it had some great ideas. Uh, 1999 started the Silent Hill series, yeah. which is a very creepy series. Yeah, uh, I've never played a Silent Hill game. Mm, I think. Did uh, you play PT? No, you don't really like horror games. I don't right? like yeah, he doesn't like being. Scared. You like the word spooky though. I do like the word spooky. You're not a fan of uh, of getting scared playing a video game. Don't like being spooked. Interesting. What about two red things in the corner of your room? I spooked. <laughs> I, I spook myself out, so I go to bed after my wife, and uh, the, I do a check. Like, okay, you know, shut and he stands in the corner staring at her. <laughs> <laughs> shut and lock the window. Make sure that the door is shut and locked. And like half, half the time, the front door is not shut and locked yet. That's not I just, good. I just forgot when I came home from work. Mm -hmm. And I always picture whenever I'm locking it, I picture someone being right on the other side of the door. And then they can hear me jostling the lock. And that's what I picture like in my head. And then I completely freak myself out. Like, they know I'm locking the door. And then it's just this <laughs> That's weird. a very specific ghost. I can't be the only one if you... I'm, the chat's on a little bit of a delay. I'll, we'll check well, the chat later. The chat's and then, right, pretty much... They're talking about uh, Silent Hill now, so... Yeah. Talk about the fact that you're a coward. Yeah. I'm not. That's I'm key. sure. Not that I'm not the only one that has the door no. locking thing. I think that's got to be pretty. I usually break lock it when I walk in. Then I don't have to deal with any nighttime yeah. ghosts. I that's just keep it unlocked, and then you have just friends. the daytime ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Just the regular afternoon ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> the bottle, uh, the bottle ghosts. 1999 was also Resident Evil 3. Yeah, which I played. 
I didn't like it as much, but it's still. Yeah, it was, it was that it reused a lot of assets from two. But yeah, I thought the fact I love the idea of Nemesis being this like Kool Aid Man who just busted through walls. And, we're kind of seeing that with Alien Isolation. Yeah, where yeah. you can't really yeah. use a guy because it's like, hey, maybe he won't bust through this wall, but maybe he will. And then well, the thing that was so smart about Nemesis was it sort of played on the way that Resident Evil One and Two were built. We're like, okay, I'm safe. Went through the door, I'm safe. Because yeah, I think there was one room with a typewriter that yeah. he could still bust through. Oh, it's like, so yeah. mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I thought it was really interesting to have a game like that where you're sort of just being stalked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't, you didn't see that a lot in games before that. Yeah, you said that a lot more now with uh, with Outlast. With it Alien. was him what and the, was the, uh, the son with the sunglasses from Super Mario 3, who's no, one of those That guy is such a jerk. Is it Clock Tower, the guy with the giant yeah, scissors? Was, yeah. Oh. yeah, old clock. Man, horror games used to be really, maybe that's why I don't play them anymore. They were it's way spooky back then. 2002 was the Resident Evil remake, which is still maybe my favorite this. Resident that Evil might be on GameCube. Favorite. It was yeah. so good. Yep. It's so good. introduced uh, Lisa Trevor, who's one of the most d- deranged yep. characters yeah. in video game history. You, you could like hear her chains. Yeah, this yeah. The, oh, disgusting, so haggly woman yeah. yep. lived in the basement, dragged chains around her, oh, she had tentacles on her. That boss like fight, because you have to enter that room. I barely remember how like specifically that game was put together, but I remember the way the puzzles worked, is you had to go in there like 10 times. Yeah. And then like that 10th time, she busts out of the coffin yeah. or Whatever it is, and then yeah. you're like, ooh, we'll be able to play that soon. It's coming out the the remake. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Resident yeah. Evil remake was so good, and like the writing was so good. It's one of the only games where I actually sat and read like all the optional diaries. Me too. Me too. And the yeah. guy, you <laughs> really the good guy, world building. The guy has a diary about turning into a zombie. He's like, and then it's the itchy, tasty. tasty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, it's so good. Oh, you're right. Uh, 2002 was also Eternal Darkness yeah. and The Thing. Remember the video game version of The oh, Thing? Yeah. yeah. It was really interesting because it was like a canon sequel yeah, to the I movie. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my god. Really yeah. Uh, 2005 was Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Also an awesome. That's this one. Yeah. That's awesome that guy. Resident Evil. What yeah. are the best you're right. It, that's when it started to step away from horror, yeah. but it was still really good. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it was, it was incredible. And it sort of defined what third-person gaming would be afterwards. Yeah. And did have plenty. I mean, this first time, Burlap Sack Chainsaw Man yeah. appears. You're like, yep, this is scary. I mean, I thought, like, just kind of moving away from, I mean, obviously, it's Resident Evil, so it got there eventually, but moving away from the sort of, like, supernatural yeah. And starting with just this town of crazed religious yeah, they were people, like, this cult. Yeah. yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, like, it I mean, it was, set you on fire. It very much felt to me like the first few chapters of that game felt like you're watching some messed up 1970s Spanish horror movie. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know what this is about. I don't know why this is happening. People would throw knives at you. You could shoot them out of the air. You could. Uh, They'd the, follow you up ladders. Yeah, yeah. the traversal of like going on roofs, busting through windows and stuff like that. And once a chainsaw guy came and you just heard that, <laughs> turned around and yeah. cut your head off. Yeah. Beautiful. We're gonna, I, got, I got a blast through some of these last ones. We're running out of time. Chapter five was also Fear, which had, there have been oh, two or three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, at this point that was Monolith. This is like, did, like uh, a first person mortar. That's like a scary first person shooter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Uh, two thousand eight was Dead Space. Oh, yeah. one of my very favorite survival yeah. horror games. That's really good. Two thousand ten was Alan Wake. Mm. Yeah, remedy really like Alan Wake. Yeah, that was, that was a beautiful good. game at the time. That was gorgeous. Uh, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, Dead Space two, two thousand twelve, Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Yeah. That was a big I, one I, that... I uh, played that one. It yeah, or in a different direction. It did. Uh, a lot of uh, crazy sort of procedural psychological stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is... Uh, and that's, game, that's one of the games that sort of uh, created the whole Let's Play movement. That was one of the mm. like, first yeah, things I think PewDiePie did. Yeah, play it and watch people get scared. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's sort of like... I don't know. Like Horror's gone through these different phases, right? Mm-hmm. Where like they, When they figured out survival horror, that was when the genre really hit its stride. But then people got tired of it and it became more action-oriented. And then the horror was like Resident Evil, which wasn't even really horror anymore, like in Resident Evil 4 and 5. And mm-hmm. Amnesia figured out a way to make horror fresh again. Yeah, by stripping you away And make it genuinely scary again. Mm-hmm. And like there's no combat, <clears throat> just running and hiding. Yep. And Spooky. 2013 was The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. There's some generally scary moments. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Also, Outlast. Oh, 
yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Not yeah. spooky. It's okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. Gorgeous. Then this year we have The Evil Within and Alien Isolation. Yeah. It's funny, a lot of the, I mean, a guy like Shinji Mikami who started with Resident Evil 1, did Resident Evil 4, and is now doing Evil Within. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there's been a few moments during that game where I'm, I'm genuinely nervous to turn a corner. Yeah. Um, and I, some people played it and they're like, that's not scary. And I'm like, I don't know what's, <laughs> what scares you then. Like, maybe yeah. you're just impenetrable to fear. But to me, like, the there are moments in that game, sitting in a dark room with uh, surround sound headphones on and mm-hmm. playing it and just being like, I am... I'm worried. If, if if my fiance touches me on the shoulder, I'm gonna. If scream. somebody walked in and, t- and tapped my shoulder, I tur- I would turn around and stab them. <laughs> It'd be a real murder in my house. I'm like, oh my god! I'd be flipping out. It's terrifying. Why do you play games with a knife right yeah. next to you? <laughs> That's you don't. <laughs> Only evil within. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. Magical. Get, side note: Do you remember the uh, Resident Evil 4 GameCube? Con- uh, yeah, the chainsaw controller. Yeah. <laughs> the worst controller in video game history. Next to the Wu Tangle. Yes. Uh, Magical Daniel UK says in the chat window: Alan Wake is my favorite game of all time. What? what? So wow. Good, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love and then game. Rackham says, Alan Wake is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the internet. <laughs> Story is kind of dumb, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, write a whole review. <laughs> Quantum Break opinion? I think that game looks really cool. I think it looks oh, really yeah, cool, too. Yeah. 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 Those guys make, make really interesting ah, games. Tsaitsev uh, mentions one I, I left off the list, System Shock. Yeah, uh, that's, that's right. Sure. Ken yeah. Levine. Which I, I never played because it was a PC game in the 90s and I didn't have a PC. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, you know what's really hot right now? That new album from Taylor Swift. Oh, 1989. 1989. I haven't heard it, but <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see if we can... <laughs> just like, where is this going? <laughs> we're going to see if we can get on, on some of that... SEO goodness, and we're going to talk about the best games of 1989. Ah, well done. That got us somewhere. Do you guys, can you guys first, can you guys name a game from 1989? Mega Man 12. <laughs> <laughs> Cheater. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah, Mother came out. Uh, I don't even want to, I'm cheating because we're working on a project that talks about games from 89. So. Oh, oh, okay. Super Mario Land, uh, Well, so I, I lift that off this list because even though that launched with the Game Boy, I don't think people particularly liked that game very much. I did not like the first one. Yeah. Uh, Mario I mean, Land I, I, I was I appreciated the hell out of it when it first came out because I was just like I can bring Mario on the bus. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was weird. It was he's like not weird. normal Mario. He's weird Mario. He gets like, turtles turn into bombs. Yeah. He fights Pharaohs. He he's on bullets. planet Earth yeah. for yeah. some reason. He's not even in the Mushroom yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. And, and they introduced Daisy for the first time. Yeah, in that game. so that was significant. Oh, yeah. That was her first appearance. Yeah, but what did come out '89? Populous. Yeah, uh, Peter Molyneux. Yeah, the first God yes. game. Which speaking of, we're, what happened to God games? There aren't any more like God games anymore. He's making Go to Sky. Goddess? Goodis? Well, yeah. Gouda? Gouda. Someone, someone needs to remake uh, Actraiser or give yeah. us a sequel to that. That's the best That's God Mitch game. That's Mitch's favorite, favorite game. game. Yeah. yeah. He's Canadian. Jinx. Both Populous and the original SimCity came out in 89. Yeah. Well, right. Wow. So, yeah, the first, you know, early masterpieces from, from two of the yeah. most notable developers of all time. Yeah. Like you said, Mega Man 2. Yeah. Also. Yep. A string of uh, NES sequels, Castlevania Three, oh, ah, also came out that this that year. River City Ransom, yeah, was that year. Yeah. Excellent game. Barf. <laughs> Strider, both NES and the arcade games oh, came man. out that year. Ducktales, man, Ducktales was so good. So much yo. Sound the studio as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dragon Warrior come, came to North America. That Huge. Year. Yeah, the first. Year I remember getting that with my subscription to Nintendo Power. Me too. Yeah, this is like a really strong NES year. Yeah. Uh, but since the Game Boy came out, I thought Tetris would be a better oh, game to God. call out. The yeah. Game Boy Tetris game. 
We uh, yeah. Dragon Quest is uh, one of the first games that I can remember. I obviously didn't play it in '89 because I was four, but I played it a few years later, and it's one of the first games I can remember like writing like things down in a notebook. I had this like crazy person. He looked like the origami killer, not the origami killer. The yeah. uh, the guy in San Francisco that killed a bunch of people. Oh, Zodiac. Zodiac killer. <laughs> Not the origami killer. Origami killer. I had, like, Zodiac killer notebooks filled with, like, just numbers and scribbles about where things were. Don't you wish you could, like, find that, like, still have that at your parents' house? Yeah. For like, which game? Uh, Dragon Quest. Oh, Dragon Quest. For, yeah, they called it Dragon Warrior first. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the first one was called... Dra- yeah. Or, like, the first NES games were all Dragon Warrior, and then yeah. they started... Yeah. Which I don't know why. It. Maybe they thought people didn't know what quests what were. Is que- what is this quest you what is this quest? What is the strange Japanese word, quest? <laughs> you would have to... So, I wouldn't know how much health... The, what I remember doing for hours is you didn't know how much health monsters had, so I would just trial and error it. Like, okay, I did 12 points of damage, and he died, so that guy has between this amount of health, and then I would fight him. I would grind him again wow. and again to figure out how much... Like, this okay, was, like, as you were a young kid? Yeah, this slime has 40 health. Or whatever. That's that's how I, I don't know. It's pretty out. intense. It's a lot of effort. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the computer, Prince of Persia was released. Oh which man, was released, that had amazing animation at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I went back even like a couple days ago and looked at the VHS footage, and they have Jordan Mechner like taking he like, like animated VHS his footage. brother. Oh. Uh, he like oh, yeah. filmed his brother making those jumps, and he just one to one it in the game. He did a, a post mortem for that game yeah. at GDC a few years ago, yeah. and actually showed that footage for the yeah. first time. Yeah, it's really interesting. Awesome. He had his brother jumping around like the living room, like in his pajamas, yeah. with a stick, and like climbing things. Yeah, you, and he just painted over it. You know, what do you yeah. call that like genre of like I don't even know like Oddworld like Odyssey, Odyssey, Out of or, like, This World, Heart of Darkness? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. I you can make up a name for it. Puzzle platformer? I guess they're not really puzzles. No, I think you're right. I think that's it. Uh, it's more like obstacle, obstacle, obstacore, obstacore. I love <laughs> to those me. They were games. they were uh, trial and error death simulators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mostly what happened. I'd be like, oh cool, I got him dead. It was, was yeah, for me. It's things I appreciate but don't like. <laughs> yeah, oh, I appreciate like all those games, but no, oh, don't like it. A lot of like you're walking across a platform and it falls out and you fall into a. Yeah, place. so now you, now you know. Like, or well, just next, like next time you know. Yeah. The, for, uh, uh, Prince of Persia specifically, the animation was so specific that you would need to like get your foot in just the right spot, then hit mm. the jump button. Yeah. And then two and a half steps later, he's gonna leap across the platform. Yeah, like, you had to start your jump well, like five minutes before you actually. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prepare for liftoff. There was that, was better about that. There was that really good HD remake on Xbox Live Arcade. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. That was super years pretty. Years yeah, that no. was good. Also, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade: The Graphic Adventure. That was I don't know if you guys played that one, but that was the LucasArts. Yeah, I didn't uh, play the Last Crusade. I played the original one. I played Fate of Fate Atlantis. Of Atlantis. Yeah, it was great. Wait, wait, that one came first? No, I, I'm just saying that's the one I played. Oh yeah, but it was original. It was an original story, like not based on a movie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know there was a Last Crusade. Yeah, it's really good. So my friend, I didn't have a computer, but my best friend next door did, yeah. and he got the game, and it came with like a clue book. Yeah, and there'd be like points in the game where you had to like. Yeah. Like use this viewfinder, like there's like so awesome. it was like a grid, and then you use this red screen viewfinder to put over the grid and like find the secret word. That is so cool. Yeah, how fun is so that? Fun. I miss yeah, that yeah. stuff. So That's how you kill the used games industry. Just ship every game <laughs> yeah. with like a, a a red disc that you have to hold up to your TV. <laughs> that com- <laughs> That's yeah, the way to do that's it. That's how you combat piracy. Yeah, but yeah. then it just Recipes, hoses GameStop. It completely hoses you if you rent a game like Metal Gear Solid, requiring the codec. Oh yeah, that's on the back of this well, on yeah. the CD well, case. Was, and um, it's like, well, what was it? Uh, the there was like a, an X Men game that came to Genesis. Yeah, you, and, had to, you had to hit the reset button. Yeah, right? and there was a one. There's one part that if you didn't hit the reset button, like you didn't, you couldn't continue. Yeah, and if you didn't Weird. have the manual, you didn't know that. Yeah. And I rented the game, and I was like, well, <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> it's broken. So the game three just levels. You you have to reset the computer. Reset the computer. Like no one in a million years would be like, okay, <laughs> that I have is to some hit next reset. level. That's like Kojima-esque, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's really good. Touch your foot. Uh, 
Bonk's Adventure was released in 1989. God, that's really such bad. an ugly character. What do you mean? Well, his Bonk- head is so big. <laughs> yeah. Why is his head so big? <laughs> he owns it, though. Not very many people play that game because yeah, only like five thing. people owned a TurboGrafx. Sure. Yeah. But that's a really good platformer game. It's like, I remember, like, I remember the, I had a friend that got the TurboGrafx 16, and he invited me over his house. And I'm like, on the way over, I'm like tell- yelling to my dad in the car about how great it's going to be because he's got this new video game system. Yeah. My dad's like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. And we get there, and he's like, here it is. Bonk. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, okay, like I have Super Mario Marvel. World at home. Yeah. He's like, no, this is this guy with a big head and he fights dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, dinosaur. And he yeah. eats meat that yeah, he finds on cool. the ground and there's a volcano. And then he like gets crazy. Yeah, and he gets like, really mad. He's like, oh, that meat, meat was really bad. The game was really good. I like, I mean, I have a soft spot for Bonk, but the Turbo Graphics, like if you're a Turbo Graphics kid, you had to convince yourself so hard that oh, it was yeah. like as good as Mario. What if like yeah. someone like Naughty Dog made a photorealistic Bonk game, except your head was still that big. Okay, that, be, would be really that would be scary. a video game boss. People would try to shoot it. He would be a monster. Yeah, yeah. he's actually the fifth monster in Evolve. The weird <laughs> this, is a, this, is a, this is a deep cut, but is Bonk and Chuck Rock, are they related? No, these they're are different. Just, yeah, they're different. Just different. Different. Yeah, different. They're, they're related only by uh, Matt And Joe and Mac are also not Yeah, oh, And Fred Flintstone, they are not related. The yeah. reason was Chuck Rock 2 is son of Chuck, and so then, it's, then you're basically playing this little kid. I thought it was yeah. go Chuck yourself. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> TurboGrafx-16 is about to knock video games back into the Stone Age. 1989 was the year that Solitaire and Minesweeper were bundled with Windows. Wow. Man. I want to start doing Minesweeper Let's Plays. Yeah. No one else wants to do those with me. Though. I'm like, don't click it. Don't. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's a great it's idea. It's got a five. I don't know what that means. It's <laughs> <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. crazy. That's awesome. crazy that in '89 uh, people yeah. were. I mean, you know what? That's the, the year. That's the year casual gaming took over and started ruining the hardcore video game industry yeah. for everybody. All those grandmothers. He's, he's, <laughs> he's making a joke. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> that's also the year Batman came out in movie theaters. That's also the yeah. year Taylor Swift was born. <laughs> probably. I think that's probably why it is. Yeah. Uh, before we go, <laughs> let's check in with the listeners. Hi, Hi listeners. listeners. This is Will in Edinburgh. So a few weeks a few weeks ago you talked about yeah, thanks <laughs> on the show about important games which you never got around to playing. I was inspired and began playing Eco and Shadow of the Colossus for the nice. first time. Nice. But this meant that I could not devote time to the latest titles like Destiny and Shadow of Mordor. Mm. I was wondering whether you thought it more important to develop an awareness of titles formative for the industry mm. of gaming or should the focus be upon the gaming here and now? More important? I don't know. Play whatever you want. Yeah, the yeah. focus should be probably just playing on what is yeah. fun for you. I also yeah. think, uh, like, like the Wu Tang said, diversify your bonds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did Go, say that. Do uh, one for them, one for you. And also be sure to protect your neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I like. I. I don't think I, that any of us could be able to do a show like this without having some sort of a historical mm-hmm. context. Like, I mean, we did it right here, right? We talked about the games this year, and we talked about the games in 1989. Yeah. I think like, if you're a film student, it's important to not just watch the biggest comedies of the year, but go back and watch old black and white films. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's a good historical sense yeah. there. I almost wish sometimes I could just pause the universe or uh, just sort of consume a game like Link to the Past again, uh, but I just don't have the time to do it. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd love to play through, there's hundreds of games I wish I could play through that I haven't been able to, but there's some, I think there's like, there's probably 20, 25 games that everybody should at least play for a little bit just to sort of get some sort of contextual appreciation of yeah. where video games are now. It, yeah. is, it is hard to keep up. You yeah. know, I'm not playing Shadow of Mordor or Destiny right now because I'm playing Spelunky. Yeah. Just yeah. But it's and a game that, well, and, well, Hearthstone is, yeah. Doesn't even count. Yeah. That's not a game. That's just a lifestyle. Hearthstone is just eternal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we play games abnormally here at IGN. I mean, we yeah. play yeah. everything. And I don't think most people do or should. I mean, I think you sort yeah. of lose focus of 
of a lot of what you're doing. But some people, if you only pick a few games to play each year and you have time to play older games, by all means, go back and play them. But they're also just, they, they're so broad. Like a movie has a set of like, okay, it's going to be in between 90 minutes yep. and three hours and <laughs> it's going to have actors on a screen and it's gonna, they're going to be filmed by a camera. But like the game Civilization and the game Uncharted are nothing alike. And yeah. Like yeah. I like both of those games, but like... And they're both incredible. Like they're both yeah. going to get incredible scores on IGN, but that doesn't mean someone has to play and enjoy them both. So it's like people are going to gravitate towards like, like there can be someone playing weird war games on the computer, like you know Europa Universalis or something mm-hmm. that like never in a million years would I love that. But they're still a gamer, and they're getting this completely different experience from this medium that I am. Yeah, yeah it is harder to catch up just uh, by sheer time wise. Mm-hmm. Marty, we got a question about Sunset Overdrive. Ooh, comes from Tim W. Hi, Tim. W. Is this Tim Wagner? I knew a Tim Wagner. Probably. Let's go with that. Okay. He says, I've been playing Sunset Overdrive. As much fun as it is, I can't stop wishing it was Jet Set Radio Future. Sure. It seems to be missing the nuanced momentum and strategy of maneuvering that was required in Sunset's spiritual grandfather. Okay. Is this a result of trying to make games accessible to everyone? I recall a similar feeling with the latest SSX game. That is a tough... That's a tough cookie. The world was impressive, but the mechanics were too easy and strategy and style fell to the wayside of button matching. What has happened to movement in games that it must be pick up and play by everyone? Uh, that's a really good question. And yes, I, I definitely agree that uh, Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future, uh, you know, uh, Sunset Overdrive, especially tra- traversal mechanics and sort of style, uh, owe a debt of gratitude to those two games. Sure. Uh, but I wouldn't say that movement in Sunset Overdrive feels easier dumbed down, like I think compared to a lot of games, I think there's actually a barrier to entry. Mm. Uh, I think with Sunset Overdrive, the first hour or two, you sort of don't grasp how how deep the traversal system is and sort of mm. how wide your suite of tools are. Um, and that's something that throughout the game, when you get the ability to bounce higher and to sort of do a ground smash and then immediately bounce off that and to air dash and to speed up, uh, I think the traversal actually becomes a little bit better than Jet Set Radio Future, which is a game I love, but I felt like it was almost too unforgiving in Jet Set Radio. There'd be a lot of times where you would you'd have this amazing momentum, but the second you would hit a wall or a car, you would stop, and it would take so yeah. long to yeah. regain that momentum, yeah. and that was always really frustrating. That's memory. That's my memory of that yeah. game, too. I mean, yeah. Sunset Overdrive, this isn't a value judgment, so it's not good nor bad, but like my first impression of that game is there is so much going on. Yeah. Like, there's more going on in that yeah. game than maybe any game I've ever played. It's a sensory <laughs> overload, yeah. Like, you're jumping on things and bouncing and shooting and switching weapons, yeah. and then there's things shooting back at you, and you have to dodge, and, like... It's incredible, yeah. like, it, 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 uh, but it's a lot. There's yeah. a lot, like as Altana likes to say, there's a lot to take in. When there's a lot. A lot to unpack. Yeah. Would you say let someone pack? A lot to unpack. Oh, I thought you were like, let someone let pack. Let someone pack. <laughs> let someone pack. <laughs> let someone pack. <laughs> strong political stance. <laughs> all right, I think that's all the scoops we have for you that's this great. week. If you uh, joined us live today, thank you so much for tuning yeah. in. Thank you so much for helping us test this chat feature. Seems like you guys are having a lot of fun in the in the chat section there. Whenever I glanced at it, it was a lot of cats. Well, yeah, that's it's good. It's it's the, the internet. internet. Today's cat day. Oh, it is National, National Cat Day. Yeah, that's true. Is it really? Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Brian. Thank you to, to all of you who tuned in. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.